The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Twic. I'm Cody. I'll be one of your co-hosts today. And I'm Lenora Faye. I'll be your other co-host for today. TWIC stands for This Week in Child Free. We basically talk about recent articles, events, happenings in the child free community. And the best thing about it is just about well, pretty much everything here is going to be like a live reaction. Lenore definitely has no idea what I'm going to pull up on the screen whenever we pull it up. Are you going to make me cry, hysterically laugh, or my head explode like last I don't know. or last we'll, episode, which was intense? We'll see how it goes. But um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, so if you happen to come across something that you think is TWIC worthy, uh, send it to us at childfreemedia at gmail.com and just put TWIC, T-W-I-C in the uh, subject line. That way it jumps out at us and maybe that will be featured in a future TWIC uh, show. This is live by the time that we're recording it. And if you want to join us, whenever we do these, they are live. Like is, right now we're kind of shooting for... Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, but that can always change. So oh, just yeah. <laughs> no guarantees. The, we make no yeah, guarantees. Yeah, subscribe to the newsletter and uh, all of our social medias or whatever to, to mm. stay uh, in the know about that. But before we start, a quick shout-out to StreamYard for providing this streaming platform and all the cool toys that let us do what we're doing. So, And we actually have another sponsor for this episode, Child Free Wealth. Yep. yep. Thank you, Child Free Wealth, for stepping up and being a sponsor of Child Free Media and other events and other cool things that we're doing. So with no further ado, pull up the first article here. All right. This is a, uh, Oh, sh wait, yeah, wait, know. we know this couple. <laughs> we, we, we ran across them last time. Um, the, the heading, this is from dailymail.co.uk. Uh, the heading is elite couple breeding to save mankind. That's in quotations. Insists they're not trying to perfect the human race. Despite using embryo selection, uh, we just want to give our kids the best possible roll of the dice. I don't even know what that means. Oh, 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 well, we, 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 some of us know what that means. And no, we know, but we, what, what, they're dancing around it. They're like, oh, no, this isn't eugenics, but exactly. But they're, but they're talking about their own genetic code. Like that's giving them the best possible roll of the dice. Right. Like their genetics right. are better than anyone else's. Correct. Is that am I reading that yeah, wrong? No, I don't no, know. you're you're totally you're totally correct there. I don't All know right. if I said no, you're correct. Yes, you are correct. All right. So oh, this is goodness. the uh, the Collinses. Uh check last week's episode if you want to hear Lenore's initial reaction to these <laughs> folks. Um a married couple with three young children, uh it says from Pennsylvania, are self-proclaimed pronatalist. And then here's what I find entertaining on this. It says a growing movement that promotes having as many children as possible to combat falling birth rates. Pronatalism is is not a growing movement. It's always been here. Like exactly. It's the, it's the biggest it, movement. It's the only movement that there is. It just has a label, as, like a distinctive yes. label now that we're aware of. Well, people are finally talking about it, especially now that you right. have an antinatalist group that is basically on the other right. end of that spectrum. Which is not the same as being child-free, by the way. And child-free is not. not even a movement because we're not, we're so underdeveloped. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that uh, in a, a Facebook group today. They they made a little post and it had a, a scale of if you're like undercover child-free 
to happily child free to aggressively child free. And then the last oh. thing said antinatalist. And I had to comment on it. I said, just FYI, like child free and antinatalism are, are exclusive of each other. Yeah. Um, child free is a lifestyle. Antinatalism is a philosophy in, in my opinion. And I think what most people might agree with. So um, yeah. whoever made that, like there are people who are child free that are antinatalists, but there are also parents, believe it or not, that are antinatalists. Mm-hmm. So I have not, met some. Yep. Yeah. It's not, it's not an exclusive term for us. So that's why I felt like it didn't belong in that scale. But yeah. That's neither here nor there. Let's talk about the Collinses again. Um, <laughs> Malcolm is 36. His wife, Simone, is 35. They have three children, five-month-old daughter, Titan Invicticus. <laughs> in, in, Invictus, not to Invictus. stealing from Prince Harry's Invictus Sorry. games. But, um, um, son's Octavian, who's three, and Torn, Tornten, Tor- I can't read because Tor- it's a Tor- click Tor- up here. Torsten. Torsten. Torsten, who's Good. two. Wow. Um, the couple hope to have seven kids in all, and I can only imagine what the other names will be. Um <laughs> Okay, when conceiving oh. Titan Invictus, a name they decided upon because they feared a, a, a feminine name would be taken less seriously. Right. I mean, <laughs> if I see that on a resume, I'm not going to be like, I got to get Titan in here fast. I was just going <laughs> to say, you're reading my mind a lot this episode. We've only just started. It's only been five minutes. I know a lot of read. dogs named Titan. But uh, anyway, I know a lot I of dogs named Cody too, Titans. so that's not a big deal. Um uh, let's see. So anyway, um, the couple went uh-huh. through genetic testing and embryo selection to ensure the child wouldn't be obese or suffer from anxiety when they grew up. Oh, this wasn't Lord. in the last article, I don't think. This is like new. Lord. Okay. Okay. Look, I mean, I, I'm sure there, there's been a fear of stuff like this happening. This sounds very sci-fi. And and I... Okay, I... I sorry i'm trying to get my thoughts around this suffer from anxiety i really like i i understand that it can it can be actually i don't know that it can be genetic i'm i have some family members who it's kind of like it, it has been passed down from generation to generation it's not something that i know much about but we all experience anxiety in our lives so and i'm i'm sorry like just even me I know, which I find hard to believe, but I believe it because we're all human. And I know yeah. you're not a robot. You have feelings, no. and I'm aware of that. I am not a like how can you AI. ensure anything about anything? None of us could ensure you can you could have the best everything and still have anxiety and they don't want children to be obese. Like you ha. I mean, it <sighs> uh, you can you can do everything you can. Right. And especially if you have enough money and enough time to do it in this regard. But I mean, you take your kid to the first monster truck show and it flies into the audience and lands on your kid. And it's, I mean, you do, you got no guarantees in life. Exactly. It just, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, all right, let's go on. Uh, so um, let's see for, uh, it is one of many reasons the pronatalist movement is controversial with many viewing it as a form of eugenics. So to me, that's, that's not really pronatalism. Pronatal, pronatalism isn't handpicking your genes pronatalism is like have kids no matter what race religion creed they don't care just have kids so So uh, these people are hijacking pronatalism is that can they do that are they (laughs) well well they are i mean but but this is the thing this is where whether it's a conversation about antinatalism pronatalism or being child free there's not enough conversation and education around any of this stuff so people are are like 
I'm sure this is a, a but while this is the Daily Mail, and now I have been in the Daily Mail, so I can't say it's irresponsible journalism because I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but it does have a reputation. I'd be happy to do another article for them, but, <laughs> but that's not the point. The thing is, is, is like, there, because there is such a lack of awareness in conversation, this is irresponsible. And I'm not a fan of pronatalism, but it's never been presented to me like this. This could be a for, uh, an extreme form of pronatalism where you're selecting things. Now, yeah. it also begs the question, like, why can't a person be like, we can select what clothes we wear. We can like, you know, we we get to select what food we eat. Gen now, this kind of comes sounds a little bit privileged, but you know what like generally we can select what we want so i'm just i'm not saying one way or the other is it wrong to select what kind of kids you want you know but i mean this is taking it a whole step further but i but that but that's to say the pronatalism movement is controversial that's incorrect like it's just it's they're they're lumping everything together again they are which is well and and this the, the whole rolling of the dice, it makes sense now knowing that they chose very selective embryos or whatever they did. Um, so that's the role to give their kid the best chance of life or whatever. Okay, which, that makes, which could I, I, be, I see what they're talking about now, but it's... Yeah, I mean, it could be celebrated because, again, like every well, generalization, but I'll speak for my own parents. They wanted to give their kids a better experience than what they did. Raising us in a secret sex, I don't think was the way to go, but that's what they chose. <laughs> you know, but, but for, those, for those watching the video, there, there's another. There's a picture of these guys. They were in last week's. This picture looks totally different it than does. what they had I, in the in the. I think Yahoo. I think Yahoo did the last article. I can't yeah. remember. Um, but anyway, they and they I was didn't, very critical, and I apologize because they look very robotic. They don't look robotic here. They look happy. They look like the other, humans. They do. I don't agree with what they're doing, but they don't think, agree with what I'm oh wait, doing. So there's a, there's a little bit more. So let's just okay. we'll scroll through. Oh God, there's a this is a long unless that's all ads, which it might be at Daily Mail. I don't know. Wait, but this um, is very different from what the last article said. They left a lot out in the last article. It is. So they've they've got their pronatalist.org to to get money from people that are willing to give them money. So um, it's not that it's not like we're against pronatalism or against antinatalism, but I mean we'll take some of that Silicon Valley money too uh, to, to get our message out there. Com. There's a sponsor link. You that's can right. Add. That's so right. Um, let's see. Silicon Valley people. Oh, is, this was all kind of in last week. So you can kind of read that. So yeah, this, I think that's all the rest of it's okay. ads. Anyway, whatever. Uh, any final thoughts to move on to the next one? Well, this, this really, okay. It's interesting because this article with last episodes photo would be better matched because this sounded really scary they did mm. not talk about the selection of things or maybe we missed or maybe it, we skipped was, it yeah i don't know maybe because i believe that was a very long article too but this is i'm gonna say wading into dan dangerous territory because again here's the thing think of it this way those children are born i don't know if the parents are planning on saying we selected you specifically, so you don't have to do this. You're already telling your or implying to your children that you are better than everybody else on the planet. Which, well, not to like, mention psychologically, I, that's a pretty high bar to exactly to put in someone's brain that you like you're superior. Exactly. Genes, which Did are you, again only their genes. It's not like they went out and got Olympian athletes and mixed right. them with nuclear scientists. It, like it took right. their genes. So, it's, but. But you know what? Those people can make dumb decisions in life too. And that's oh, yeah. my anxiety, yeah, yeah. right? Sure. Now, did you ever see the movie Gattaca? Like this is from like the 90s. Uh -huh. 
No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, it's it's a it's a sci-fi movie. Good Jude Law. He's like genetically blessed, but I think he's in a wheelchair. And so, is it Ethan Hawke? I think like he assumes his identity. Like they switch identities so that he because he's smart and he's capable, but he's he's not genetically blessed enough or whatever to be whatever. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's a really good movie. But it kind of it speaks to this this like born into privilege, born into you know, here, here's a system that selects who is actually the best. A, a when false really, sense of superiority. Exactly. When is, really yeah. someone else who comes from, let's say, I don't want to say lesser circumstances, but I'm going to say lesser circumstances by society standard. You know, it, it, it does have that message in there and that's screaming yeah. at me right now with this article. I, I always believe like the, some of the smartest individuals that we'll probably have in the future of our planet will come from countries that you don't think they're going to come from. Correct. Like, like third world countries, basically, for lack of a better like term. Like Canada. I, I, think, I think the third world country of Canada. No, I mean, third world country, <laughs> I, I think, I, I think that it, it, it's one of the things that just happens. And it doesn't, you can do as much eugenics, genetics as you want to, but uh, it's no guarantee that you're going to have a genius level person. And even right. then, genius level people, uh, they've, they've got a whole slew of issues themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, um, I mean, as far as like, from what I've seen is, it's hard for them to um, have Function dialogue in the real world. Yeah, with, yes. with, with, with us because we're, like, we're just not on that kind of a uh, cerebral level. But anyway, uh, all that aside, let's go to the next article. Um, <laughs> this is such news, a child-free episode right now. <laughs> Newsweek.com, um, child-free with a hyphen. Areas on planes are hugely popular. You think? Newsweek? You think Child-free areas hugely... on planes? What does that mean? The, I don't even think that exists. I was going to say, like, a plane is a plane. Like, what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's see what it says. <laughs> um, let's see. From curbing boredom from curbing boredom to keeping screaming at bay, traveling with children isn't always easy for both the family and other passengers. An exclusive survey, exclusive survey conducted on behalf of Newsweek by Redfield and some other company, whatever, 1,500 American adults, if they should be, if there should be child-free areas on public transit, and most said yes. 59% of those surveyed agreed that a child-free zone on planes and trains would be a positive thing, while 27% disagreed and 14% didn't care. Um, okay. Uh, arguments about disruptive children and child passengers are common from passengers telling the parents to control their children to footage of children screaming throughout long haul flights. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't see. matter where the kid's sitting on the plane. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. So it kind of seems, yeah, I mean, you almost need a child free flight. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I, I guess there, but are there, there's some churches that have like, is it like, it's called like the screaming room or something. Like if the kid's being disruptive, <laughs> And you don't want to miss like the service. You take them to like a glass room in the back of the. Oh, I don't know. I've heard that. So. Oh, okay. Um, I should regardless. Start no, never mind. Regardless of uh, generation, the poll revealed that respondents felt there would be fewer issues on public transport if there were designated child-free zones. Um, like first younger class. people. Younger people, I mean, there's no guarantee there either. Younger nope. people were particularly supportive of the idea in the age group of 18 24, 61% said they liked that, uh, while 69% of 25 to 34 year olds agreed, a slightly smaller su- number, 45 to 54 uh, year olds were 49%, uh, and 55 year olds and over were at 50%. So, I mean, it seems like it's okay. Here's the actual chart. 
Actually, um, okay, there's a section up that you scrolled past that actually yep. offers a solution that I kind of like, even though the kids are still on the plane. There was a section of uh, um, designated child only, so like only certain parts of the plane would have children in rows and stuff like that, which I think is a good idea. But again, you're still going to hear them on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> And adults um, can be annoying to sit beside anyway. So. Yeah. So uh, I, I just kind of read these statistics. But if you're okay. watching, if you go to the YouTube and you watch the replay of this, you'll see the, the numbers and you can check those out. Um, uh, podcast, sorry. You'll just have to go with what I just said. But it seems like there's a majority of people in all age ranges. It kind of trickles in a downward trend once you get past the 44 age of. Which is no, weird. It goes back up. It goes back up 49 to 53. That's weird um that's very weird you think retired yeah. people will want to see less children around unless they want to travel with their grandkids which well or the grandkids are coming to visit them so they don't right. they want to make sure they can get right. there uh in an expedient fashion so let's see oh boy uh more words <laughs> um more words <laughs> i think this just i'm just going to kind of scan it uh let's see parents at uh Asking parents to please stop bringing your crying babies on flights. I mean, they're, they're, it's like they're being like, I hope my baby starts crying. I mean, the parents don't want their kids crying either. Let's right, be a little, because... a little sympathetic. But uh, the kids got to get there. And if it's not a quote unquote child free flight or airplane, just go ahead and mentally prepare that there is going to be at least one, if not 30 screaming children on the flight. And uh, depends on what time of year you fly. Like I prefer to fly, the flight? you know. I'll, I'll the, off, early flights, I'll off season flights. I never travel when there's, you know, like Christmas or summer holidays. I yeah. stick to my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, not everyone has that option. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. It seems like that's basically the story. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, this is this is a topic that comes up all the time. You know, there's always someone complaining like, OK, Isabel, my lovely co one of my lovely co-hosts from Child for Girls. She was on a first class flight and she texted me and Kristen that she's like, first class, there's a baby in first class. And, you know, and. um, Yeah, like it's. It's it's weird. It, it's it's weird navigating life as a child free person, because you know, we've made our choices not to have children. It's not like we, some of us don't, not all of us go around avoiding children, but we, we like to live our lives a certain way that doesn't involve that. And it's nice to travel and enjoy things, including flights, you know, without worrying about all that stuff. But, but we, we're all, we're all still, we're all coexisting, right? Yeah, and and, and child free people, people may not have that switch like internally to kind of, kind of zone out and not hear a child but, screaming but like, it's but it's not affected but <laughs> right but but also the same thing is like a, a, a someone who has kids is probably still going to be annoyed listening oh, yeah, to yeah. that they're probably going to have more more sympathy or empathy yeah. i don't know which one's appropriate to use for the situation <laughs> but, but nobody's really going to enjoy that and yes the parents yeah. are not going to be super pleased with their kids like acting up that way too um flights are hard like getting your ideal flight is impossible on a good day and you know again it kind of sounds like a privileged situation anytime you're on any kind of transportation that's not a bus <laughs> you know like how do you get to pick where and what and and everything but but the whole point with this article it made me wonder as more people are choosing not to have children and i don't think we're going to be the majority ever um 
I feel like these will have to be addressed because as we get older, like there's more like younger people are choosing to not have children. We're of the age of, of make, we can make changes. If more child-free people like talked about it, solutions could be presented, you know, not perfect ones, but I do feel like even by talking about this in these articles at some point there, something will materialize where, yeah, we will have, like, I mean, look at smoking, how big that, I mean, I don't even remember. I don't think I was ever on a plane, but I'm, I remember vaguely as a child smoking in restaurants, sections in restaurants. You were now, smoking in, in restaurants as a child? I, no, I wasn't. Yeah, that's how you phrased it. That's, Sorry. <laughs> there were smoking sections in restaurants when I was a kid. I remember that. Uh, and I, I don't know what the laws are in the U.S. Because I think the last time I was in Vegas when I could when I could smoke in a restaurant and and I I do smoke on occasion as an adult. Um, so that changed you. I mean, cause at one point you could smoke on planes, you could smoke in a restaurant, you know, and that shifted Yeah. or at least it shifted well, where I lived. So I imagine like something like this could also be a possibility. Once, once people, people meaning companies realize that there's money to be had in it. Um, cruise lines, uh, uh, Viking started, I think they were one of the first ones, to be like uh, 18 and up only. And then Virgin uh-huh. has come along with their own cruise line where it's 18 and up. Right. Um, and it's not just child-free people that are on those cruises. It's, you know, it could be empty nesters or parents just getting away from the kids and they want to be in a cruise where there are definitely no right. kids. Um, so th- it's not out of the realm to think that an airlines isn't like, you know what, we'll pick some of our biggest hubs, like whatever, Atlanta mm-hmm. to LA to New York or Chicago, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and be like, there's gonna be one flight that's like, no kids and right. they they could probably double the ticket price and they would probably fill the plane up. So we'll see what happens. Double the um, ticket price. Oh yeah. That's going to make people happy. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends um, what it, but, you get the kid or you, you get yeah. the quiet. So, well, that, um, that's true. The other thing too, is it, it makes me wonder, like it's, it's what you just said, you know, it's not really about child-free people. It's people without kids in their, uh, company or in mm. their care at the moment. So yes, yeah. empty nesters and what have you. Mm. It's still not acknowledging people who are choosing to not have kids. I mean, that that's the whole seeming battle is like acknowledging that people are choosing to not have children and yeah. we ha- need to have options that are suitable for us too. And not yeah. to knock those with kids, but you know. Yeah. And this is where they'll, they'll probably hijack the child free and call them child-free flights, even though we know that is not child-free. Right, right. Anyway, next We have a topic. lot of work ahead of us. <laughs> I know. Um, this is TheGuardian.com, uh, kind of playing off of this. I once argued fiercely for child-free spaces. As a mother, I still believe in their sanctity. So it sounds like um, this person says, my baby is a pub regular. Shame on you. Uh, but what? I mean, I don't know. Baby shouldn't be a pub. Where, 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 where can you take a baby into a pub? Is that a thing in the U.S.? There, oh, in America. Oh man, there's like really? microbrews or whatever. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people that bring their kids to those, which seems strange because we all know you're there to drink, and we also know that you're probably driving with the child home. Okay, I'm going to reference good. another movie that you probably have not seen. It came out in like early 2000s, Sweet Home Alabama. There is this joke of like she's Reese Witherspoon's character pardon me for all these movie references this episode but she goes back home to alabama and she goes into a bar and she says to one of the characters hey you have a baby in a bar and i'm like what 
but okay, apparently it's a thing. So thanks for clearing it's that. Thing. Up. It's a thing. I learn um, a lot as a Canadian watching American movies. <laughs> it says, uh, "My baby's a pub regular, but sometimes I just want to be around adults." The parent versus child-free divide is starker online than off. So it sounds like she's like, yeah, like again, like there's a right here's a picture of a baby on a flight. Like it sounds like she would like avoid that baby as well. Um, I'm let's see how much of this we want okay. to read. Uh, this morning I did something that I rarely do for fear of inducing a full body cringe, uh, the likes of which I have not experienced since age 10. I jumped on my dad's back in the local swimming pool only to discover that it wasn't him. <laughs> I, I read I'm so one of my old columns. What is, what is, okay. Um, whatever. The, there's a quotation here. It says, I'll drink to child-free pubs and cafes. My 20 something self grumbles about the presence of kids in adult spaces. Um, fast forward. I have a one-year-old who regards my local pub as an extension of his living room. Uh, I don't know if that, Good or bad? Is she in America? Like, I am taking your kids to pubs that often, but um, I have uh, sung him to sleep in the beer garden and breastfed him rose in hand while sharing birth stories. Uh, Sometimes I have looked up and seen the uh, exclusion zone of empty tables around where we are sitting. Uh, Time makes hypocrites of all of us, of us all, whatever. Um, Wow. Okay. Okay. So. I wish there were headings here so we can kind of skip around and see. Uh, let's see. So it says online parents and child-free people. And she took the hyphen out on this one, but she didn't capitalize to see. Anyway, <laughs> online parents and child-free people often seem to be at war. Offline, however, in my personal relationships, things seem a lot more cordial, perhaps because we love the people in our lives regardless of their reproductive status. Or perhaps because all the beef is simply simmering unarticulated under the surface um, well the nice thing it says later on that she doesn't take offense when people articulate the need for child-free spaces child ha- da- uh, dash free by the way capitalization of child free we i don't think we've really discussed this sometimes i capitalize it i think my phone capitalizes it for me because i use it so often is that important if to you it is to me, but okay. uh, that's me, and I'm I'm crazy when it comes to the okay. child-free term. Um, if I'm speaking in regards to the lifestyle, I would capitalize it, like if, as a child-free oh. person, like okay. if, or if I if it's a, a you know um, child-free Facebook group or whatever, capitalize mm-hmm. the C. But that's okay. I don't know grammar people. Uh, when do you truly capitalize something? I don't know, well, but I. I feel like it gives it a little more gravitas and it's more than just like a word in a sentence. It's like, it's child free. Like, cause I do capitalize it as well, uh, d- depending on the situation and, you know, uh, um, but I'm not consistent with it. So at this point, uh, let's see. I'm it s- says, uh, I suppose it boils down to a need for kindness and empathy on both sides. We all started life as babies screaming from colic, cop, colic or whatever uh <laughs> bad things um babies cry as a way of communicating and being part of uh, humanity means that we can't always choose which other humans communicate with or around us uh but when it but when there's an exit that isn't thirty thousand feet up in the sky parents can also choose to take their baby through it through what are you gonna jump your baby out of an airplane 
No, 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 no. So <laughs> when, when there's an exit that isn't 30,000. Oh, like, man, she's going off the <laughs> rails here. I'm concerned here. for this. This. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't. It. Okay. This. This isn't. I don't really know what to to how to react to this article. Well, it sounds like she's kind. Of, she, I mean, what I take away is like uh, underneath it all, parents and child free versus the online banter that happens back and forth. When it comes down to like enjoying your time, the the you time, whether it's parent or mm -hmm. child free everyone enjoys some quiet every now and then. Correct. And so as staunch as a parent wants to be of saying, well, my kid can go anywhere they want and blah, blah, blah. Sooner or later, they want to have their quote unquote, you know, adult time, um, mommy time, daddy time, whatever it is. Like you're not taking your kid everywhere and, and you shouldn't mm -hmm. be taking your kid. No. Um, your, your kid needs to have its own space too. Uh, but that's exactly. Whatever. But when it's an infant, it's harder to, you know, a child free person telling me how to raise my kids. Um, anyway, I mean, I mean, look, I do appreciate the attempt to the, the yeah. to appreciate her going to bat for the need for child free spaces. Um, and understanding it and, and, and right. also having. Yeah. So it's not something that, it, what it sounds like it's not something she grew out of. She kind of saw it as right. a need back then. And then right. she's like, yeah, it still needs to exist. Right. And I mean, it does go to show, I mean, it, it's, it's annoying that a child-free person does not get taken as seriously when stating the exact same thing. And she uses the phrase, sure. the qualifier as a mother to kind of going, look, I have kids. So therefore listen to me. I mean, I, that's, that's yeah. just how yeah, yeah. my mind reads it, but we all need to work together to make this like whole thing work. <laughs> Which all uh, right. brings up a segue. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, Rhiannon and Lucy, Lucy Coslet. 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 I'm if still confused wanna... with like the baby in the bar thing. I mean, I was about to say, if you ever want to like come on a show with us, we're happy to have you. Uh, yeah, let's just chat. Just a free plug for the Child Free Convention this year. We actually have a panel for uh, parent allies for Child mm -hmm. Free people. So someone like her sounds like she kind of gets it. So she's kind of like a Child Free ally in some degree. So yeah. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what that topic turns into. Next uh, article. This is from NPR.org. Oh, Life uh, Kit. It says, yeah. yeah, from Life Kit. It says, so you don't want kids. Here's how to respond to unwanted comments. And we know um, the people in this episode. I don't know if you knew that. No, I don't. Um, it's an 18-minute listen. It says, it's, I guess you can listen to it if you uh, go to the site. Um, but we but so we, we know some of the people in there, or at least I know you know them too. Marielle Segarra <laughs> uh, is the host. Oh, this is the actual, like... Yeah, script. this is the transcript. Oh boy. Um so Will Marie we, Hernandez. Yeah, and she's actually a speaker at convention. Did you know that? She's and under the life without kids. Her and her husband are both on the panel awesome. this year. Oh, Will Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm just trying to see what and Angela Harris. Okay, yeah. cool. Um okay, let's just start at the beginning. Uh Will Marie Hernandez knew from a young age that she didn't want kids, and she would say that to her family. And Will Marie responds, I remember my grandma being very upset. Every time I would say that, she would say things like, don't say that. God is listening to you. That's wrong. You say that now, but you don't know what you're talking about. And I can go on. Um, th there's a huge irony in there with religion and a child and not knowing what they want later in life. But I'm going to let that pass. Uh, <laughs> see, uh <laughs> The irony. Um, I, I, I really would like you to explain it, though, just because it'd be funny. 
I, I just think it's, yeah. well, I mean, she's, she's basically like, well, you don't know what you want later in life talking about not wanting to have kids yet. They've taught this child to believe in a religion, which is fine. Uh, except that the child didn't really have a choice in it. They were raised in it, right. which, I mean, that's, that's how things happen okay. sometimes. So that makes sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I keep saying, Hey, look, Jesus was child free as well. That's the rumor. Um, <laughs> Wilbur says, says this happens to <laughs> girls a lot when they're growing up. Uh, Hernandez, it's something that's ingrained since you're a baby. I mean, you get dolls as gifts. You're told you're going to be a great mom. Mm-hmm. You want a boy or a girl. The truth that we are programmed as women to think uh, that is just our destiny, um, that that's what we're here for. So sound body music. Da, 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 da. Uh, that's probably not you're going to get a shut down for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what Angela says. So, uh, as an adult, if you choose not to have kids and you tell that to family and friends or even strangers, people say all kinds of things. And Angela Harris jumps in and says, it seems like, you know, we have three heads. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, that's Angela Harris. She's child free by choice. And she says, uh, people will question that choice or they'll want to know all the details. Like who's going to take care of you when you get old. Uh, the reality is kids are not an insurance policy. They're human beings. Also, raising them is expensive, and it's a huge responsibility, and some people don't want to do it. Um, then there's someone named uh, Carrie Carbano, Carba, Car, Carbonero? Carbonero. Carbonero? Carbonero. Hi, Carrie. Or Kari, whatever it might be. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, that person says, uh, you know, you, uh, you think of that movie... My cousin Vinny. Oh gosh, I don't. Uh, oh, the biological I've never clock seen, ticking. Never seen okay, that movie. so they are talking about biological clocks. Oh, Marissa um, told me. Okay. Let's see. In 2021, Pew Research Center came out with a survey showing that a growing share of childless adults in the U.S. don't expect to have children. So, what's the share of childless? Okay, that's a incomplete fact, but we'll take it, I guess. Um, some people have specific reasons, like medical conditions or finances. But a lot of people said, I just don't want to have them. And that's the only answer that you have to give if that's truly how you feel. Um, and I just about- wish more people would actually be vocal and public about it. Because I think that's the thing is that people don't. There are a lot of child-free people everywhere. Yeah. But nobody talks about it. They don't think yeah. they need to, which is true. But I don't think they understand that awareness is needed. And yeah. just even sharing it once is just, helpful. Yeah, 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 and and just keeping it. Is, I mean, Seth Rogen throwing back to a few episodes uh, mm-hmm. back, or last episode even. Um, like, yeah, he just answered it plainly. Like, yeah, we don't want kids. Like, yeah, it, it went on, expounded a little bit, but just keeping it that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, kept it, kept it going. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Luna, if you want to jump in on any of these, I'm just scrolling. Well, I think like I, I did listen to the episode. It was just nice okay. to it was it was nice to because uh, we put it in our newsletter. This is a uh, this was a bonus episode that went in our child free media newsletter, which everyone can read for free, which has a list of all of the current uh, child active child free podcasts. And this was a bonus episode because it was through NPR and again features some of our friends. It was nice to and this one had a uh, a pretty good reach. Now on Facebook, uh, not mom, not the mom dot com posted this uh the original actually i think they posted this exact article on their facebook so i went and looked at the comments left on the npr site and it was astronomical how many people 
were child free. Like they, like I couldn't find, actually, I think I found one saying I have like four or five kids and they give me life, but I understand why people wouldn't want them. But er I was shocked by how many people responded to this post, this transcript post saying they don't have kids. Like, yeah. There are like there are so many childhood people out there. It's just nobody has really thought about talking about it. Be I think it's because they don't feel like there's a need yeah. or they don't understand. But as people share, when you look at the comments, people some people would say why they don't want to have kids or just their thoughts. It's people are expressing that, uh -huh. and that's really powerful because it's affirming. Like we are, this conversation is necessary, and yeah. these people don't all have to go out and become advocates, but just to like stand up and say, Hey, yeah, I chose not to have kids. I enjoy my life. Right. So I, I do appreciate this, this podcast and the fact that, you know, NPR has put this out there because what it, what it's showing is it's giving a platform for people to just say it once maybe in their entire life that, wow. yeah, you know what? I chose not to do this. And that's actually really powerful. They may not think they're doing anything, but that, that because it's, it's affirming a lot of things and people, especially tougher people who are feeling criticized and, and, alone in this choice it is validating and it is affirming and that is important and that's basically what we do here with child for convention child for media everything that we do international child for day which is all now under child free media like it's just affirming that this is a choice you can have a good life there are ways if you're not sure how you're gonna not have a good life all that stuff there is a big conversation and there's lots yeah. of people living this way lots yeah, of people I, and, and to, to combat the old well you'll be lonely when you're older if you're lonely, it's because you're going to choose to be lonely to some right. degree. Like you're going to, you're going to like exclude Agreed. yourself from all human contact because the child for conversation is only going to get larger and the community is only going to get bigger and more mm. connected. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's a comment here from uh, Angela uh, says there are nursing homes full of lonely parents who have five, six, seven kids and their kids are not visiting them. As a child free woman, I have to be intentional. I have to plan ahead because I don't have kids. But I also don't think that a person should have kids with the expectation that those kids are, are that they brought into the world will take care of them. Mm -hmm. I also used to work in a retirement community, community in a past life. And uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of um, people's uh, grandparents and great grandparents that are there and the kids show up on maybe a birthday and maybe a holiday. Right. Maybe. And, and honestly, <laughs> there, again, there, there, hold on. There were, there were some kids that were there. There were there a lot, but it right. was an extreme minority of the number of people there where their mm -hmm. kids were there. I would say once a week, if not, there were some that were there like every day, super rare, but right. odds are like, I saw the kids when they were getting mom or dad checked in and then you'd see them on holidays or birthdays and that's about it. Yeah. But I mean, here's the thing. Older people, elderly people, however you want it, seniors, whatever, however you want to label it, aren't valued here, which is, is it wrong? Because I feel like we can all contribute and learn from everybody at every age until we just kill over and die. Like I, and again, we've talked about how by the time we're that age, it's been a very different, I mean, assuming that the planet's still existing, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's a very, it's a, mind you, we're all going, we're going with the mindset like that. We are going to be active. We're going to be you know, living great lives at 90 or whatever. I mean, that's my attitude because I know it's possible. Yeah. I feel like, like we're, we're current, we're witnessing generations that didn't have that same mindset. And, and I know active people and I am related to active people who are in their nineties 
and are still, you know, enjoying life and not stuck in one spot, you know, but, but people that it's not highlighted and it needs to be highlighted. And I think we can, uh-huh. you know, child-free people can, as we live that, and, you know, we can celebrate those as an example, like you can still contribute and uh-huh. still enjoy life. And there's no, the only reason why I think people aren't enjoying life is because you're told you can't. after yeah. a certain well, age. Is, I mean, you bring up a great point. It, like that's almost like a great misnomer that people have kids because they want to bestow upon them all of their worldly wisdom and knowledge. Um, but then basically once you become crazy old grandpa, they're not going to listen to anything you say anyway. It's like, it, it, it's almost a, a, a bit of an irony where, um, like you just said, a lot of senior citizens, they're not taken seriously. Like they're, and so it's, but that wasn't their thought when they started to have kids. They thought, oh, I'm going to be able to right. pass on wisdom forever and I will always be respected and appreciated. Right. And uh, not I'm, always the case. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm being a little bit funny here, but look, King Charles, our king in Canada here is being coronated. His coronation's on the weekend. He's 74. He's finally starting his job at age 74. Okay. He's got to work now <laughs> at 74 running the Commonwealth. So, well, I mean, not, he doesn't run what the is Commonwealth. That, <laughs> as an American, what does that even mean? He's just going to. Look, I'm going to have to have money now that has his image on it. They're going to have to reprint it. That's a lot of work. Oh, no. Yeah. Like the minute the queen died, uh, like it's, it's going to take a while for that. I mean, it, 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 they've already be... been stockpiling. Let's not confuse ourselves and be like, That's oh, true. No, no. we didn't see this coming. No, no they, 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 <laughs> they're they're literally in, like... in place. <laughs> and, and like I said, like my passport renews next year and it's still in the name of the, Her Majesty the Queen. So my next passport is going to be in His Majesty. My will is yeah. in, 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 in honor or in the name of the Queen because we are part of the Commonwealth. So no, I mean, like it's... So Do people I, mess so, up on the anthem? Are they like, God save the king? I, <laughs> it's so weird because I hear it. And because yeah. I am a world watcher, I'm watch, I watch everything. And to hear that, it's it's weird to see King Charles because we have to pledge allegiance to King Charles now. So <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> Hooray, America. Um, anyway. I'm just, my, my whole point was that, you know what, you're... It's not over until you're gone. So I mean, like you, true. you can be 74 years old and still start your next career. Like, let's let's. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good let, point. Let's value people of every age because then we're not in this mindset of oh, after the age of 60, you're going to be alone and lonely because no one values you. Well, it's because we we live in this culture, and I'm talking North America in general. But you know, that mindset has to shift because that also helps the conversation, puts less people on pressure put less pressure on people to procreate and i am done for this particular segment (laughs) buzzfeed.com uh let's see a woman who chose not to have kids is sharing responses to common questions for people who wish to remain child free with a hyphen and it's honestly super helpful um this is by laura parker buzzfeed wait did did, is but is buzzfeed the one that's going under and there's something one of these one of the one of these kind of companies, I think they're they're quitting. I can't remember what it is, which one it is. I, I thought know. it was I'm gonna maybe Google. BuzzFeed. Um, let's see. So it's the, it says to people who don't want children, there is nothing wrong with you. You're not selfish. You're not going to be alone. You're not missing out because you don't miss things that you don't that you do not want. And it's okay not to want children. It doesn't make you less than, and you don't owe anyone an explanation. Thanks, Laura. Um, 
So let's see, big bold type here. It says there's no secret that more and more Americans are choosing to abstain from having children. A fact that a recent report uh, from the Pew Research Center shows that over 44% of non-parents age 18 to 49 say it's not too likely or not likely at all that they will have children someday. So 44% is a huge chunk, but I don't like the terms of not too likely or not likely at all because that's that can hugely skew um, later. But... By the way, uh, BuzzFeed is closing. Okay, Rest so by, by BuzzFeed. Okay. All right. Um, uh, okay, so clickbait articles don't work. Um, <laughs> the, uh, let's see, with inflation causing everyday grocery items to skyrocket, one bedroom apartments essentially renting unaffordable, at least to half the American population, blah, blah, blah. Is this even part of the article anymore? What, what am I reading, BuzzFeed? Um, uh, let's see. Well, they call it a digital graveyard for a reason. Um, so this must have come off of like uh, Reddit or something. So um, as someone who has always known on some level that I do not want children, I was immediately validated when I came across a recent TikTok video from uh, gvizzle underscore 74, which we can't see. So we'll just scroll past it. It says in the video, uh, this person stitched another user's video where the original creator was asking child-free women over 40 what their lives are like because she had been told by so many people that she'll regret her decision to remain child free in her own response uh she can be heard saying um i have known my entire life that i wasn't going to have children and that was not even a decision i made it was something i have always known okay let's get to some okay it's from some from canada oh they're from canada um oh but that's ontario it doesn't count <laughs> sorry this person reached out to the tiktok user and Canada. There she is on the videos. If you're looking at the video, must um, be makes it so hard to read. We also have an uh, audience comment that I want to address in oh, a second about the last it. about the last thing that we were talking about. Um, while you're scrolling, Rebecca, can we get uh, Casey's comment about the nonprofit? Because I think this is really interesting. I just googled to see what it is. Um, so, hey, Casey in the audience. Uh, I don't know Casey. how to pronounce this, but Dorat. It's a New York Jewish nonprofit. Um, that puts volunteers in touch with older adults who may be lonely. I she says, Casey says, I just recently found out, recently found out about it, but it looks amazing. And it, that, um, that's really cool. I think, like I said, I, I, I'm hopeful about the future again for child-free people. And even, yeah. and, and I think this would even have an effect on people who, you know, the aging population who does have children, but you know, isn't interactive with them. Like I, I think, child-free people can play a, a big important role in showing how you can enjoy elder years without the standard um not the standard care without the with a different mindset i'll just put it that way right yeah. like yeah there there are options there's communities and i mean quite honestly i see this where child I, here here's where child free people and people who had kids can finally get along when they're all 80 years old and still having to be independent with their own thoughts and activities i mean i go walking every morning and i'm always seeing people you know older people out and about and they're in their groups they're riding bikes or whatever no one's got kids with them like i don't know their situations i don't really stop and talk to them but i'm like you're still alive you're still active you have ideas and thoughts and dreams and goals like i, I just imagine the child free people globally collectively can really change that mindset that that's been tradition the pronatalism mindset actually that we were talking about earlier um yeah. anyway 
Maybe well, those uh, genetically blessed kids will uh, look after us. There we go. Them. Yeah, when, since they'll be perfect. Um, <laughs> Casey also says, uh, when you find your people, you realize there was nothing wrong with you. Exactly. And just to kind of um, play off your the nonprofit you're mentioning, I actually had a similar idea for child-free people that I started up years back, but nothing really um, came of it. But my idea was to do this something similar with child-free people, to find people who were child-free in retirement homes, nursing homes, whatever it is, and basically um, be like pen pals with people that are child-free, writing them. I love that you know, idea. If anything, just birthday cards. So yeah. when someone turns like 90, they could literally get like 500 birthday cards delivered like to their room and like, all the people that's playing, a lot of cars to like have to deal all, with the all the people playing 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 a balloon volleyball or doing chair yoga will have their heads explode being like well, my grandkids don't ever send me cards but just to show that there is a community that that supports right. even a complete stranger it's like look you're you're one of us like we get it like you know, and, you're and not I, alone rebecca actually just made that comment that she was talking about that same idea and i actually think that idea also has a good future Yep. Again, I think a lot of times in the child-free spaces, we get these ideas that are a bit ahead of their time. But yeah. really, when you, you know, as, as our reach grows and as more people realize that they can contribute in some way, I mean, I, I think that definitely has a future. That's a really cool idea. And I have to say, I have received one of Rebecca's cards. She makes excellent cards. If anyone needs to be in charge of that movement, it's our director, Rebecca. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Because actually that, like, she's got, crazy awesome uh crafting skills so i think um i i actually think that this can go somewhere maybe not tomorrow but right you know it's got a future yeah. so if anyone wants to pick up that that um mantle and run with it like rebecca's that, that, on it. it she's she's yeah, already that's, that's, she's already that's in kind the background. of the idea that I, that I thought up just just to start simple with just birthday cards yeah. and just hope, like literally have their room explode with birthday cards like like the, exactly. the, the 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 activities person or the marketing person can like pin them outside their door so all the other people go into their therapies walking past them will be like oh man i should have not had awesome. kids <laughs> <laughs> i want to be part of that club too uh anyway um that uh, we'll just kind of skip this article okay. uh, it's not really going anywhere um this is from daily mail all your work <laughs> yeah rip um dailymail.co.uk um Furious parents slam selfish woman for admitting she doesn't want to, what doesn't want mum friends. And then what she says is, I don't want my social life to hinge on your kids' bedtime routine. Instant thought, Lenora, go. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I've said this before, but it, it was more challenging um, finding time to meet up with friends my friends who have kids as their kids got older because it wasn't so much bedtime routine it's like the the act the after school activities like i don't some of my friends i don't anticipate seeing for another decade until their kids have left home but then i also have a, a good friend who's 67 i'm 40 she's 67 i like friends who are older as well and she's now expected well she's not expecting but her youngest child who's 30 is having what will be her fifth grandkid and when do you think we get to have dinners? Because suddenly, like, it's, it's okay, this daughter needs, has two kids, and I need to go here today and go to see the other daughter with the other, like, there's, you know, she's needed as a grandmother slash babysitter. So, honestly, you gotta prepare for your life to shift, not just when the kids are babies, but those kids get older, they have 
you know, they need to be driven around to different activities. And then when they leave home and start to have their own children, like, yeah, it doesn't end. It looks different. You're going to be realizing like, you know, family vacations, all this stuff. It's not just the baby. And I don't think, and I, and I don't say this in, in a way to like be mean spirited, but I think this is something that the child-free community does. It's good to talk about, but we also have to realize and and this is this is not blanket because some people never have an issue. They, they they there's a seamless way that they blend their lives with their parent friends. I have not had that experience. It's not impossible, but it changes. And I think it's really important that you know as child free people we recognize that like how do you shift as your friends have kids? It's not just when they're babies. It actually is harder as they get older. Not again, not all the time, but there is that reality. And and it and you have to you do have to find a, a different system a different way of not coping with it but evolving along with your friends lives and it's not easy it, i mean again blanket statement some people don't have a problem but but it is something that we do need to talk about and i don't think it's not selfish because our friends are important to us and especially if you've made plans with you know future plans but then kids become involved and and, it, and it's tricky and I, and I don't know that I feel like we're as childhood people, we're left to our own devices and how to navigate it. And it's hard to talk about it because you can't always talk about it with your friends who are having the kids, you know, and and so then a lot of venting does happen online. And then unfortunately, it becomes into something like these articles, right? Like it's just, yeah. yeah. OK, we haven't even started the article. But <laughs> that's my two cents. On that. All right. It says the first sentence, a child free woman hyphenated. Um, has sparked a heated discussion after she explained why she prefers to make friends with people who don't have kids. Danny Duncan uh, has built up a large online following. Oh, she's for on sharing, TikTok. Yeah, she's, she's big on TikTok. During her life as a child-free married woman in her 30s, she said there is nothing wrong with having friends who are parents, as she has many herself, but she likes spending time with those without kids who have similar lifestyles to hers. I mean, that it's almost like a given. It's like, well, of course you want to hang out with people that can do the things that you enjoy doing. Um, I'm very pro parents being parents. Like if you are, if you're going to be a parent, then be a parent. Like exactly. that's cool. Yeah. Like do it. Like, you know, I don't know. Like there's the whole, like, Oh, I want to be their friend or they're gonna be my best friend. No, be their parent first. And you like, whatever you can go out drinking with them when they're in the twenties, like just be a parent then, first. So it's, but then this is tough. where like, so go ahead. No, I was just saying this is where parents become friends with other parents. Correct. Because correct. You know, there's, well, there's it's 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 almost like the they don't want her to have friends that aren't them. Like, are they worried that they're going to lose her as a friend if she meets other cool, like child-free people and doesn't hang out with them? Who knows? I don't know. I, um, I think when it comes to friends, we're all insecure, especially when you've relied on said person and then yeah. you know, life changes and maybe the parent was expecting all of us are going to have kids together. Our friends, our kids are going to be friends, all that stuff. I've yeah. found myself in that situation where it was said to me, this was even in high school, <laughs> we're going to be at each other's weddings and we're going to like, da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get married and I don't want to have kids, but good luck to you. Okay. We're not going to be friends anymore. I was terrible. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, there, there is insecurity and fear of losing friends because friends are not easy to come by. Uh -huh. Yeah. You know, yeah, and make, make, yeah. Making friends and then yeah, to, to look for friends that are outside of that grouping. Mm -hmm. um, see, it says every time I talk about the child free people wanting to have child-free friends, I get this type of reaction from mums. Uh, Danny said in response to a comment left on one of her videos, 
That is her video, I guess. Um, she is from New Zealand. Uh, the, the question is, what's wrong with having friends with children? The emoji of, ah, I don't understand life. Uh, I don't get it. This, <laughs> it's just a shrug. I, is that what it means? I don't yeah. understand life. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't get shrug this. Is. I feel it's very judgmental, judgmental towards parents. I mean, that's, to me, that's um, Becky Violet 11, like it's taking it ignorant. a little too, taking it too personal. It's like, yeah. it, she's not being judgmental towards parents just because she wants to be friends with people who don't have kids. Like, calm down. It, again, <laughs> there's, and I'm not going to point fingers, but this conversation brings up a lot of insecurity on both sides. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we, we rely on our friends and we rely on that support system. And, you know, there, there's sometimes it's just, you know, we seek comfort in, in things that are familiar, yeah. but nothing stays the same. And it really sucks when there's a shift and you're like, how do we get through this? Right. And yeah. and, and this is this is a big topic, you know, and yeah. and no one really knows how to, to really navigate it, honestly. So the, the conversation response- part of it. The response to that from Danny, who is from New Zealand, clarified there was nothing in quotes uh, wrong with having friends with kids as she has many of her own. Um, Despite not wanting children, Danny has plenty of parent friends, often sees her young nieces and used to work with kids as a speech language and behavioral therapist. I think the key thing that people are missing is that we are choosing to be child free, choosing to have a lifestyle that doesn't include children in it. So when all of our friends have children, well, you can see how that doesn't really match up. Uh, She clarified wanting a child-free friend does not mean she doesn't want to be around her friends with kids, but that it's easier to organize get-togethers with those without. And I mean, I I think any logical person, even like parent or child-free, yeah, I mean. Can I take this one step further? It's also easier to organize get-togethers with people who also don't have pets. Yeah, which is, is true in, been, if it's uh, in some, oh. some some cases, yeah. I say that as a pet-free person who's, you know, ha- who's um, had to deal with, uh, I, can't, I can't make this trip or I can't get together because my dog mm-hmm. is ill. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to continue on. <laughs> You're heartless, Lenore. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a, it goes on to say, um, it would be really great to have friends that are choosing the same lifestyle as us so that we don't have to work out our social times around bedtimes, around eating times, around school holidays, etc. And then I guess Taking she goes the dog to get, for a walk. Cody, she, she <laughs> bring goes to get a dog all, to a medium or a meeting. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a personality other than being child-free? Isn't that a fun one to, to get every oh, now and then? Have you ever gotten Which, that? Has anyone ever said that to you? Not yet, uh-huh. but I, I probably will now. Um, but that's the thing. It, it's not a, I don't know. Again, it's kind of going in a tirade, but if you look at an obituary, if someone had kids, it becomes their only redeeming quality in the yeah, obituary is how many kids exactly. they had. It's like, so is, is and it, grandkids you know, and how many aren't kids, you like just saying that being a parent is your, is your personality? Don't yeah. you have anything other, you can switch this too. Um, this is from Shinaza, uh, whatever TikTok this is. Um, yeah, whatever. All right. Anyway, we're coming up to the the one hour mark. I've got. I, I honestly other... love those comments because I remind them like we are running social media accounts. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, got a text. Oh, yeah. we just got a comment. I got a text, but it's actually a comment. Sorry, from Hira. Okay, can I? Can I? Uh, Hira's in the audience. Can I tell the story, Hira, about why yeah. you couldn't come to Palm Springs? 
<laughs> Actually, that was who I was referring to. So I, I went again, went to Palm Springs for my 40th birthday last December. And I, I was a solo trip, but I had friends who were who said they were going to meet, meet up with me at some point from different parts of the U.S. And here was going to come from Massachusetts. And then she couldn't. She told us a long time before the trip actually happened. But she's like, I can't because her dog was unwell. Her dog is fine now, but she was that dog friend. I didn't know she was in the audience. She texted. Busted. Busted. <laughs> Kira, I deeply appreciate you, and I'm glad Remy's okay. Um, <laughs> well, I, just I'm not completely about, heartless, Cody. <laughs> talk about comments like this. When, no matter if it is a child-free person or a parent, like the easiest thing to do is just take whatever that term is that you're against and add whatever you are into it. So for this person, it's like, well, do you have a personality other than being a parent? Like, how does that sound to you? It's like, why are you asking this question? Right. Unless, unless you feel that way about yourself or you're concerned that people think that about yourself. Like the, to me, you're yeah. projecting a lot with yeah. um, really basic, bad questions. So well, anyway. and, and again, but, it, but also it goes back to pronatalism where you could, you would be lauded for making your parent person, uh, being a parent, your oh, personality course. right whereas child free it's it's wrong which is well, not I, mean, I, I just said it a few minutes ago if you're going to parent be a parent like right yeah so i mean it, it it almost should become your personality because you 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 now have a life to care for and keep alive so do it you've, <laughs> you you ventured your... you've entered the matrix so i think you're catching up now okay okay uh, all right you're good okay you're all good. right uh yeah that's that's it. Now it gets into skin loving yeah. shower treatments. Okay. Anyway. Oh, wait, I want, okay, never mind. I'll look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we'll wrap up this episode of Twick on that. I've got tons of other articles. We'll get to them in future ones, or if other cool stuff comes out, we'll jump into that. Lenora, how can people find us? Uh, first out, first, first of all, one more shout out to childforwealth.com who has sponsored this episode. Uh, Dr. J, um, for Americans who are American child for people who are seeking financial services, go visit childforwealth.com. Uh, yes. So you can go visit us at childformedia.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which is a weekly free newsletter. It has all of the latest child-free podcast episodes. You would be amazed at how many child-free podcasts there are, not just on our child-free media network, but also other child-free brands. So you get that every week. Uh, they're right embedded in the newsletter. Any upcoming child-free events, we do child-free convention updates. We have new campaigns now for International Child-Free Day, which is August 1st. All of that is included in the weekly newsletter. So again, you can go find that at childfreemedia.com. You can find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, child for media. Um... Yeah. And if it, yeah. you are a child-free content creator and we are not already promoting you, let us know childfreemedia at gmail.com. Say, hey, I've got a blog that I've just written or a podcast I just dropped or whatever. Let us know and we will share. It's for free. No problem. The newsletter, it's free. Everything mm -hmm. that this, what we're doing right now is free. We're just, just giving it away because we feel it's an important topic to discuss, have dialogue about, and we want to promote the good things that other child-free people are doing as well. Absolutely. And big shout out to our audience today. Um, thank you for joining the live chat audience. Always fun. Uh, thank you to my hey, friends Rebecca. who I tell stories about. And Re yes, Rebecca, our, <laughs> our backstage who's directing this. Thank you for being here. Um, 
Oh, I did. Can, can we plug the sponsor? We we now have sponsor packages for anyone that's curious about sponsoring, being a sponsor for Child for Media, Child for Convention, Child, International Child for Day. There's plenty of options if you want to support what we're doing. The network, again, go to childformedia.com. You will see a tab that says sponsor if you want to know more. And, and okay, I'll, I'll end it there. <laughs> All right. With that being said, thank you for tuning in to Twick. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.